Earthcast, the English language for Oscar No podcast that nobody asked for. My name is David. My name is Sam. That's, yeah, nicely done. I don't know why I did that weird en- entry thing. Like, normally I'm in sort of a, yeah, let's go sort of mood, and today I'm in a kind of a, yeah. You've had a long day, and I'm raring to go. Yeah, this is the total opposite of last week, where yes. I was raring to go, and you look pretty knackered and de- de-researched, let's Some, say. Sometimes, you, sometimes work gets in the way of life. Yes, and that was certainly what happened to me today. So, um, yeah, it's going to be me filling the gaps with... With vaguely interesting comment, while Sam does a lot of the talking today, well, I think. Turn your smile upside down, David, because league football's back! Yay! Hey! Welcome back to that thing. Thank fuck, I was gonna have to take up other hobbies. Yeah. I know. That sounds dangerous, I don't like that. Um, so, what have we got today? We are going to have a quick look back at the friendlies that we did. Yes, quick are we look not? back. And then we have previews of our first two games, which are Rudy, 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 away, and Victoria Zhishkov at home. home in a couple of weeks' time. And that's going to be a fantastic game because we're also going to be welcoming friends of the uh, podcast yes. um, to the rightful capital of South Moravia mm-hmm. and looking forward to that very much. Hopefully we can maybe get something recorded with them. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, but before that, uh, what should we do first? Should we do the friendlies? Yeah, let's have a that bit makes of a sense, recap. Doesn't it? Okay, let's do that. So, uh, mid-season friendlies. They were quite good, weren't they? I think they were. For us. Um, we played, how many did we play? 1, 2, 3, 4, ten. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, ten. Yeah, 10, 1-8, uh, mm-hmm. lost 1, drew 1. That's pretty okay. It's pretty solid. Not that it, These things don't really mean too much, but it's more about getting the team to uh, to have a run out. And it looks for most of them, we were putting pretty much full strength sides there. Yeah, uh, a couple of little tactical things, pretty style started out being played wide and they've shifted him to into a two up front with either uh, Maguera or Zico or Skoda or some yep. combination of those so it looks like it might be more of a 4-4-2 than the 4-3-2-1 mm-hmm. we saw uh, in the first half of the season and a lot of goal scorers a lot of goal which scorers which is nice uh, most spectacularly uh, Shumbara done very mm-hmm. well chipped in with I think three, three or four goals many assists mm-hmm. Time will tell if he turns out to you know keep that same form in the league. But for what was being described as an underwhelming signing, that's a really good. Uh, that's a really good return. <laughs> yeah. Um, it looks like Cristal might be able to do something as well. Though again, there's some age and inexperience. Uh, yeah. Perhaps there. But there again, a good few goals for him on mm-hmm. his way back, keeping his form going from his spell in the MF- MSFL there, mm-hmm. which is very nice. Rusek is my big. Pre- or mid-season loser, mm-hmm. I would say, because he hasn't played very much. And the couple of games where he has, he's been sort of more withdrawn. He's been he's been playing in what I can only describe as uh, what Wayne Rooney tried to do with himself when he realised his legs had gone at Everton, <laughs> uh, except at the age of 19 yeah. or whatever he is. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think he's... But I mean, he's very young, of course, so this isn't, you know, it's not the end of the world, but I feel like he had a pretty good first half of the season. I'd agree with you. It almost feels like he's perhaps over this sort of winter period, feels like he's been usurped by Prehistyle, by Zekel's come into a bit of form, as much as you can say form in in friendlies. Um, Palopnik as well. Pachlopnik. We said we said weeks ago this was going to cause the podcast trouble, and it has. It has. Um, so he's he's in. He looks tough, decent. Barish scoring again. Yeah. Barish being very, you know, playing quite a lot of positive football. Um, it it does somewhat make up for the lack of activity we've had in recruiting new, but we're recruiting from below, from the youth, from the under nineteens. Yeah, so getting on. people back off loan, like Tricky yes. style. Uh, I'm still, I'm still not convinced about the goalkeeper, but the defense looks solid enough for the moment. I suppose. I mean, I mean that we'll we'll see about that for sure. Um, I think 
at least at the start of the season, we were always head scratching and going like, why is this, you know, why is, are we conceding so many goals when we've got good player, good player, good player, yeah. so on. It's going to be about whether or not they act, there's actually communication and they, you know, they play as a proper sort of unit at the back. Yeah. I think the time has come, if he's going to play a lot, I think the time has come for Petr Pavlik to step up and start mm-hmm. actually telling the rest of the defence what they should be doing because in he's like sort of John Terry without the shouting and the leadership because he's he always seems to be sort of hurling himself in or trying to hurl himself in the way of things that should have been mopped up yeah had he had any kind of you know shouting at his other teammates ability he always seems to be hurling himself head first into things but it shouldn't have got into that position in in the first place mm-hmm. had there been any kind of direct uh, defensive direction mm-hmm. so yeah, it remains to be seen, but uh, yeah, cautiously, slightly optimistic. It's slightly optimistic. Yeah, it's, I just never think it's a good look when we get rid of about five players and then only bring like one in, and a couple in. But um, well, I mean, we got rid of th- four, didn't we? Yes, four, M- five, four. Melikarek, Lutonsky, Chico, and Ashiru. and Ashiru, yeah, and brought in Shumbera. Uh, Kotula, mm-hmm. who I haven't seen yet. I haven't seen him either. We yeah. haven't we haven't gone to as many friendlies as we have in recent no. years. Um, and plus, some of them were in Malta. That's true. Yeah. Um, anyone else? Shumbi, Kotula, and that's it. Apart from people we've got back from loan yeah. and have promoted. So mm-hmm. yeah. Again, not massively inspiring, but like I said, Shumbara looks slightly more than whelming. Mm-hmm. And Kotula, unknown quantity for the moment, but uh, yeah, we'll see. It's Yeah, it's one of these weird things, because you're never actually sure if winning friendly games is actually doing its you know favour. Because you can always go and batter, like Vishkov, like we yeah. did 5-1 mm-hmm. on, on Saturday. Um, you can always do something like that, generally. Um, but... Or, you know, indeed, you know, beat Yihlava 4-0 as we did, where Yihlava played very few of their first team, which maybe yeah. showed how much they feel about these uh, these uh, games. Mm. Um, so maybe a loss in there is, uh, you know, is you know quite useful or, or learning. We have ridden our luck in some games, but we rode our luck in Znoimo until we, uh, against Znoimo yeah. until we eased it out. Yeah, true, true. But, uh, yeah, real football's back. So, um, before we look at our first away game, which is uh, against Khudim on Saturday morning, mm-hmm. we have a quick section which we threw together but without actually talking to each other about what it would consist of, really. It is a second half of the season and post-mid-season friendly things, hot or not. not. So, we're going to do that after this bit. Okay, so we're back, and I thought it would be fun to do these hot or nots, um, ripped off shamelessly from the Simpsons and from the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast, yes. where we go through some of the things that we think in Czech football are hot, and which are... I'm going to say not. Not. Am I correct? So, without further ado, David Schmidt, what is your first hot that we should be paying attention to? Well... My one of my hots for this section of this podcast, Sam, is Slovan Bratislava's new stadium. Ooh, okay. I think it's very, very cool indeed. Uh, you saw the photos. Of I it. have seen the photos. Yes. And to me, it is exactly what Bono should be aiming for. Were they to build a stadium, it's almost exactly the right size. It's about it's just over twenty thousand. I think it's about twenty-two thousand uh-huh. people, which. For a city about the same size as Bono, sounds about right. Like, it's it's not going to be full, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's not stupid. It's not stupidly massive, but it's large enough for, for example, the Slovak national team, yeah. or in our case, the Czech national team. Mm-hmm. And it would be large enough, you know, to have, like, proper international games in. And the, uh, the Czech Republic's second city should have that, so I think. And also, the other thing I like is uh, Slovan's new stadium is... 
the stands look very steep and they're very close to the pitch, I yeah. think. No it, running track. No running track, Good. of course. It looks like a proper, just old school, four sides, close to the pitch, but new and nice facilities and everything. So that, I think, is hot, that's, Sam. That's pretty good. Um, all too often, I think, you see these identical stadiums. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is something there. What is the capacity, by the way? Uh, it's about 22,000, okay. I think. Mm-hmm. So. so they'll be moving back there, because they've, but the national team anyway, because the national team are playing all their ties in Tarnava, right? I think they they move around, don't oh, they? Okay. They have Tunava and sometimes somewhere else because there there's another nice big new ground in Slovak football. Oh, okay, I can't remember who is Zilina it. maybe. It's somebody who won the league recently that wasn't Tunava but or is doing oh, okay. very well. So yeah, it's somewhere okay. else. But yeah, I like that. Okay, yeah. good hot. Um, do you want to do a hot or a not? I'll do a hot. Go on then. then. What's your hot? My hot, David, is Slavia Prague. Yes, um, good shout. Slavia Prague, who I was predicting would lose their tie to Genk, who and are they very much didn't, did cur- they? Currently eight points clear at the top of the Upila League, uh-huh. Genk, and I'm told that at least in this competition, that's the most goals ever scored away by a Czech or or Czechoslovak side. Wow. Okay. Nice. In all its iterations, Europa League, UEFA Cup. I think so. Yeah, I think nice. I think I think so. Anyway, I heard that somewhere, cool. and I mean there was a li- there's a little blip. Of course, the the title race has um, closened. Mm-hmm. Is that even a word? Tightened. I don't Tightened, know. Tightened. I think um, because of course Viktorka won two nil um, at home to um, uh, uh, Slavia. I can't speak yeah. anymore. <laughs> Slavia. Um, and that makes the cap is only three points now. Yeah. But you are still in the you're still in the cup. You've got a wonderful tie against Sevilla to be looking yeah. forward to. Um, the the team just looks generally good. And if you recall, about six to eight months ago, like tales of woe about Slavia and the Chinese investment yeah. firm were even getting into like British newspapers mm-hmm. like the Guardian. I think it's been a really good time for them. It I think they'll, has. Yeah. think they'll win the league and deservedly so. Okay. Um, I've got I've got one very quick hot. Oh, okay. A very very quick hot. Yuri um, uh, Kotula, our new defender. Mm-hmm. He's unnaturally good looking. That's all I'm okay. saying on that. Do you want my very quick hot <laughs> on, for then. that then? My next hot would be being made first choice goalkeeper without even trying. <laughs> yes. Which is going to be what's happening with Brojovka, it seems. Yeah. Um, you know, great work from all concerned. Um, you know, Flappy Bird's going to be in the goal. Yeah. So, forward to. Do you have one more hot, perhaps? Uh, well, it was going to be Shimon Shumbura's friendly form, but we've touched on that already. Oh, okay. Well, I'll do very quickly my last hot, which is no beer sponsorship in the second league. Yes. Um, my enjoyment of Czech football is closely re- related to how much alcohol I consume both home and away. And the fact that I'm not having to drink Gambrinus anymore is, no pun intended, refreshing. It, is, it certainly is. Okay, those are the things that we think are hot. What do you think is not hot? My first, <laughs> my first not is um, Tip Spork Winter League. Actually, okay. Um, I think it's a farce of a competition. Now, well, yeah, it is. Um, because I mean, we had a final played against a team that I don't believe even entered. Who Slovan? Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, no, no teams from the top league seem to be interested. Jablonets oh, were in it. Jablonets but... were in it. Uh, Banik were in it. Yeah. Um, it just seems to be a bit of a poor excuse for a a tournament, if. Um, your league, your top group winners, or whatever, you can't even afford to go to Malta or can't take that time yeah. or whatever. It just seemed to be a bit haphazard this year. There was very little information about it. So um, I think that that was definitely a negative of this uh, post season or mid season mm-hmm. break. So that's one of my knots. Okay. Uh, one of my knots, so something that certainly was not hot, was the weather when we played Zenoimo in the friend. Nice. That was Fantastic. a not hot. Good. That's all I'm saying on that. Have you got another knot? Yes, I'll insult my paper. I've got two more as well, I yeah. think. Um, my other knot is Brno Hlavni Nadraji. Oh, yes. Um, so we will be, as we'll be talking about later, off again at the crack of dawn to another away trip or whatever, but we're not leaving from the station because the station's shut for a bloody year. Yeah, we're going to have to go from Dolni Nadraji, which is in the wilds behind the, uh, behind the old bus station. I mean... 
I was worried at one point this was going to throw your um, train jingle themes into jeopardy, but I think we'll just about survive. I do like the friendly face or the friendly voice when we get back into the station. Uh huh. Though, because I don't think that I don't think there'll be a train jingle for Khudim. I don't know whether Dolny has a different one. Maybe I'll I don't think, I, maybe I would I'll be search su- that out. I'd be surprised if it has any. That's true. Yeah. Uh, my next not hot is. Um, a common complaint on this uh, podcast, kickoff times. Yes, absolutely. Again, Khrudim is another 10-15, but didn't you say all of theirs have been 10-15? All of Khrudim's uh, home games have been a 10-15 kickoff this season. Yeah. And I don't know if this is similar to Victoria Zhishkov's early or erratic kickoff times because they can't really afford to put the lights on or uh, or what it might be or if there's a you know distribution of labour or if it's just decided by committee. Yeah. I don't know. But... <clears throat> Uh, it feels like we're taking the brunt of them anyway. We will have to report back on that stage because it's a very interesting stadium. It only has one side, really. Uh, but they do distribute the fans around the pitch. I don't even know if it has floodlights. Uh-huh. So that might be a thing. But we'll That's see about interesting. that. Wouldn't surprise me if not. Mm. Uh, do you have a third knot? My third knot is uh, urinating in sanitary conditions, David. Sorry, Urinating, comma, in sanitary conditions, or urinating in sanitary conditions? Urinating in sanitary conditions. I find the quality of toilets in this league to be a farce. (laughs) Do you? A farce? Uh, Yes. Okay, I mean, they are mainly port-a-loos where we've been, haven't they? Farce. Like, yeah, I mean, sometimes I, you know, I mean, call me old-fashioned or whatever, I enjoy washing my hands. Yeah. Right? I also, like, the the ones in... um, um, Podlizatki in Haradz Kralova or whatever they were covered in webs nonsense wasn't that also there was there was there were the Portaloos in Prosteov in Prosteov which were again spider web infested yeah. clearly hadn't been cleaned for god knows how many years in the cage at Znoimo yes as well yeah that's right yeah. everywhere just let me piss properly <laughs> you know yeah. like not like not like a festival goer because I don't wear shorts that often Right. And I hate the Kasabian. The Kasabian. The Kasabian. <laughs> the Leicester's finest. Uh, I've got one more knot. Good. And it is uh, Slovan Varnsdorf being fourth. That to me is not hot. Are they called Slovan Varnsdorf? I think they're just called Varnsdorf. Okay, maybe they are now. Okay. I think they used to be. But either way, Varnsdorf being fourth, mm-hmm. that is not hot for me. 16 games. 15 goals scored, 9 goals conceded, our fourth. What a really, really boring team to be sitting so high up on the table. What an amazingly consistent team. Yeah. Best defence. Yeah, yeah, but still, I would... You know, for us sitting two or three places lower, I would rather have, you know, the dizzying highs, the mind-numbing lows and the creamy middles yeah. of uh, of what we've had so far. I'll, I'll put you on the spot. I believe only one team has scored less than Varnsdorf in fewer. this league. Okay, pedant. <laughs> There's a team that scored fewer goals uh, this league uh, in this this season in the league than Varnsdorf. Name it. Vitkovica. Victoria Shishkov, and we'll be coming on to them later in the program. Why didn't I say that? I know a team who don't score many goals. Don't know player either. They've only got 20. That's fewer than most. But they don't use Kopetsky and they don't use Sulik. They don't use Drahosh or any of these. They use Daniel Vashelin. They use Daniel Vashelin. They use Daniel Vashelin. They use Daniel Vashelin. Finish on a G. Finish on a G like, like that. No. Oh. No. Anyway, the point of that was Daniel Vashelin. Four goals and is Crudim's top scorer. 
I can believe it. Yeah, they're not that good of a side. They started like a train, but a train that had no idea where it was heading, at what points the tracks were changing direction, or who was actually driving it. So basically like a sped up version of our return back from Hamburg. Yes, almost exactly, yeah. No one knew what was going on. Uh Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, they they started the season by either battering people or being battered, but have now stopped scoring, Mm -hmm. which uh, has been their kind of death knell, and they've slid incredibly quickly down the table. They're now third bottom. They had a bit of a thing in the cup. They beat Mladar Boleslav 2-0 earlier in the season. Then they got knocked out by Slavia Prague, to no one's surprise. Lost 3-1. 3-1 to Slavia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they scored at least. Uh, to no one's surprise, they lost to Slavia. They, the only bits I've got on them are who they have brought in. Okay. Because it's kind of well, one of them is certainly kind of interesting. Um, they have brought in a chap called Roman Chap from Yihlava. He's only young; he's twenty, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, Michal yep. Rendler, he's twenty-eight from Kralov Dvor to shore up the defence. Yep. And Lukasz Krajak, what do we know about him? Well, mm-hmm. did you read this? Yes, I did. I have it written down in my notes. So yes. why don't you tell us, David? Okay, because your notes are far more extensive than mine. Mine's just like four lines. You've got a whole side. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lukasz Krajak, he... Uh, and stop me if I get any of this wrong, because it yeah. was a, a bit of a rush job. Mm-hmm. He He's only 24, and he was playing, but he, he was diagnosed with a heart condition. Yes. Right? So he became their fitness coach. Yes. Yeah. And um, he was apparently seen as a very, very popular character in the dressing room. And he he worked hard on his fitness and the doctors said it was okay. So they've re-employed him as a player yeah. on a far less intensive training regime with the option to, if he's feeling a bit iffy, just going back to being a fitness coach yeah. again. Mm-hmm. I say a bit iffy. That's what, you know, I've, I've, no, I've no medical training, but uh, <laughs> that's, that, that would be my diagnosis. But that's, that's quite a nice story, isn't it? Sticking with him and, you know. The best part of the story for me is if you go on Transfer Market, you see that he's coming on a free to Hudim from Hudim Management Team. Nice. Which I really quite like. That's quite good, yeah. Um, I do like that. Just... Because you're on the subject of the Hrudim signings or whatever. But um, Chap as well has no real experience. However, he was a big part of the youth setup at Hradis Kralva. Yes. So he's got some stuff going on there. And there's also Andre Wenzel, who is signed. Right. And he was released from SV Horn. Horn. Which is currently at the bottom of the Austrian uh, Zwei Bundesliga. Um, is it... Is, is SV Horn... Is it actually from a place called Horn? It is from a place called Horn. Right, good. Mm-hmm. That's I'm glad about that. Yep. He is. Um, he's got a bit of previous um, experience <laughs> playing. For, he's played for Nitra uh-huh. and he's played for Pardubice. So he's coming in. Mm, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Probably about the level. Yeah. You're looking at. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, we'll. You know, we're probably being a bit harsh. Well, at some points we were a bit harsh on Hrudim. I believe this is the only time they've ever been in the second tier. Yeah. They usually bounce between the... Uh, they usually spend about four years in, like, the third. Yeah. Or in the fourth. Uh-huh. And then every three or four years they go up and down. Um, and, yeah, so they won, perhaps unexpectedly, the um, um, the Bohemian League. Mm. Um, and they are, yeah, they are third bottom. Um, they're four points clear of Shishkov, and they're a point of Mastaborsko. Right. Mm-hmm. They've also got a lot of stadiums. Do they? Yeah. The one we're going to is the one where the A-team... Not the A-team, obviously, but the, <laughs> the, the, the A-Mushtvo play, uh, which looks very nice. It's It has one really modern stand, yeah. which is for about... It looks for about, I don't know, 800 people, maybe. Okay. It's not... It's like a maybe a 1,500 capacity ground yeah. it's one stand one side and then just a rope around the rest of it sort okay. of thing but uh they also have um uh, another stadium which is like your sort of classic 1950s running track stadium mm-hmm. which is where the youth team play and then i believe they have a third one which is where the youth youth team play so they have one for like the B team and the under twenty or or the under nineteens, uh-huh. and then they have one for the the proper kids. 
This is and this is all in in Hrudim. All in Hrudim. Uh huh. Yeah. There's a shades of uh, shades of Trinets actually, where to yeah. get to the pitch where Trinets were playing when you Sports had to move past their, their far better areal, which yeah. is just beside it. Actually, the B Team Stadium, the big 1950s one, is named after um, Emil Zatopek. Oh, really? Who That's I believe cool. did a lot of his training there, yeah. or like. T- had had something to do with it. Maybe it was part of some university in Prague or something. Oh, like that's it. cool. But yeah, it's 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 the the Emil Zatopek Stadium. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Good on them. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Yeah. Um, just a little bit. Um, their winter break's been average. Um, beat Sokolov in a friendly last weekend, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I played a mini tournament with teams including Hradets, uh, Pardubice. They beat Pardubice five two. What is this like? The local Flatlands yeah. Cup. I think whatever. so. Um, I also believe that they played someone, I can't remember who, but they played almost in a mixed game where they had a bunch of their high schoolers in and won 12-0 or something like that. Okay. Um, I just glanced over that. But, um, Are you sure this, this, this wasn't Italian Serie A chair? <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> no, they fielded 11 players, I believe. Um, but they will be, you know, they are... Going to aim for beat to keep, stay in this division, of course. Yes. Um, and they're going to start bright. You know, they'll try and hope to start brightly against mm-hmm. Porovka. But um, we don't travel well. True. But I imagine they'll actually have one eye on the following week because they have a real six-pointer against Znoimo. Right, yeah. Um, so they have that. And then they have Master Bosco a month later. Um, but, you know, if things go badly, you know, it could get interesting because their final game of the season is against Victoria Zhishkov. So, yeah. Um, let's see how that goes. How do you think we're going to shape up, David? I think we're going to do the 4-4-2 thing. Yeah. I think, honestly, I think uh, the back four will probably be roughly what it's been so far. So I think that will be... Uh, um, uh, Pavel, the Iceman, Iceman, Good. back again. Uh, Pavlik, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, who's been partnering him? It's, it's normally been Kristufek and Sukup at right back a lot of the yes. time. A lot of Sukup. Mm-hmm. Um, I've liked Sukup over the years. Yeah, break. me too. I, I forgive him having uh, shirt number 73 because I think actually it's quite cool. Yeah. Um, midfield, I think uh, Barish and Krejci is going to be in the centre because they have been starting in the centre a lot yeah and probably with Barton Step or uh, one or the other either Barton Step or uh, Barton Prichistal because he's been on the right a little bit Mm -hmm. possibly um, Barton Prichistal with uh, Maggie and Zekel up front is possibly a good shout don't hate it yeah not dreadful Um, yeah it's the one thing that's like well might be a bit fresh coming in with a positive attitude but then the alarm bells go off or away from home yeah in the morning yeah there's the morning thing as well they, they're never awake are they yeah particularly Bart that's it yeah we've had uh, two wins away from home and all of them have been late afternoon kickoffs. yeah so that's something to keep in mind yeah Bart and, Bart and Tonda out on the Raz the previous it, night <laughs> it's, it's not even funny how off the pace Bartholomew looks in the morning yeah, it really I'm not even dreadful. joking here it's like he looks in a worse state than me when I get and on that, the bus that is saying something it's bad. <laughs> sorry it's probably like me probably has a McDonald's breakfast on his way <laughs> yeah, as well egg, egg McMuffin and a pint on his way in egg McMuffin so. a pint and six fags at the station <laughs> yeah uh, uh, actually on that note well quick prediction uh That's that's oh, got yeah yeah it has. It's right. I'm. I'm gonna be pathetic and say one one. Okay, all right. Um, I'm not even gonna pretend that that was that wasn't my prediction because it was. Okay. And that maybe shows a lack of trust, but um, it's going to be, I think, a one all or something like that, or what I think might also be something that happens is we have a really, really bad, dull, boring first half where absolutely nothing happens. We look on the back foot, then we score in the 60th minute and then, um, you know, in the 85th and just take a 2-0. Yeah. I, actually, that was going to be... My other guess was going to be a 2-0, actually. Well, but we're like I the, wasn't brave we're, enough. We're like those be. twins that think the same in that Jacqueline Wilson novel. 
I don't know what that is. Can't remember it either, my sister. Right, it. okay. Uh, pint? Yes, please. Beer of the podcast. Good. So that was fun. What have we got this week? We should have called it Beer of Cast when we started doing it. Beer of Cast. I've just thought of that now. Yeah. Oh well. Kutna Hora 12? Kutna Hora 12. Have we done a Kutna Hora before? I think we have done a Kutna Hora before. I don't think it was this one, though. If you are that sad that A, you've listened to all these podcasts, and B, you've been keeping track of what beers you've had, maybe you've got a little beer spreadsheet. A little beer of the podcast spreadsheet, because we certainly should. It's like those camera boards that go into pubs with their little notes, and it's like, tastes of hops. All beer does, Mel. <laughs> Mel. <laughs> There you go. I knew I'd know obscure Czech vocabulary for some reason, and it's Czech English beer puns. That's what you tune in for, listener. Thank Cheers. You. Cheers. It's a people of Jack. Oh shit. It is. Ooh, crikey. That's quite sweet. It. It is quite sweet. Very sweet, isn't it? It Ooh, didn't yeah. help that we enjoyed a, uh, a Moravia 12 before this. No, that's, uh, yeah, something we should mention was uh, we had a uh, Moravia Petrov Dvanatska before this, which is possibly my all-time favourite Czech beer now. I think it's absolutely magnificent. This, very, very sweet. Sugary almost. Yeah. It's, I assume it's from Kutna Hora. Mm-hmm. It can be from nowhere else, I would imagine. Uh, it's brewed in Bratislav. <laughs> of course it is. There we it go. It was brewed in Kutnohor and they had to change it for Bratislav. They did, yes. Czech railway in-jokes there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just because we've come off that fine, fine Petrov yeah, that it tastes so sweet. Like... I think it'll probably uh, soften. Soften well, slightly as we go, we'll, but we'll uh, settle into it. We've got about yeah. 15 20 minutes left in this podcast. Oh no, you say, but uh, we are obliged to talk about our first mm-hmm. home game um, coming back, mm-hmm. so we're gonna do that. Now, the first home game coming back is next weekend, uh, as you well, as this is being recorded now. It's the I can't remember the date, it's gonna be the 8th or the 8th 9th or the 8th, 8th of March, the 8th, 6 yeah. o'clock kickoff. That's right. Sunday, 6pm kickoff, and we're going to do a little bit on this, but hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, we should, as we said earlier, have a couple of uh, Victoria Zizhkov fans who will be willing to yeah. chat a little bit about the absolute shitstorm that is surrounding that club Yeah, right now. So we'll do a little bit on them now, because uh, Sam has very kindly prepared some, some notes. <laughs> yes. You did a sort of a, 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 a obviously you can't see this, but that was a sort of a almost a um, uh, a sort of Ronnie Barker esque when he does the news reading sketches. A little face he did I'll, there. I'll take it. Yeah, I um, would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Good evening. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got? Yeah. Well, um, I've got Victoria Zhishkov written down here. Um, Okay, they're a team... This will be no surprise to anyone. They're a team in real trouble, David. They are. They're adrift by four points. Um, they've conceded the most goals by far, are minus 19 on the grid, and have won two games this season. Who did they beat? Us. Yes, and Mastaborsko. Yeah. Um, in pre-season... Um, what ga- did they win a game pre-season? They did not win a game in the... They did not. No. No, they drew with Czeska Budjevica and Varnsdorf, and they lost to Jablonets, Bohemka, uh, Hradz Kralove, Mada Bolislav, and even to Admira Praha. To be fair, though, those are three first division teams they're playing. Yeah. Jablo, um, Bolislav, and uh, mm-hmm. who was the other one? Um, uh, Jablonets. Bohemians. Yeah. Yes. So. Uh, yeah, so... Um, yeah. Bohemka, Jablonets, and Lada Boleslav are no mugs. They're mm-hmm. you know they're first division teams, but but Admira Prague, come on. I think they're fourth league. 
Yeah. I don't even think they're Bohemian football. They might be, actually. I'm not sure. They're not even really a football club. Um, yeah. And um, what's exciting about Victoria Zizhkov, however... Shirts. I like the shirts. I like the badge. That's exciting yeah. to me. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. Um, th- it's going to be fun because they are, they've thrown the dice. They are doing everything they can to um, keep their place in the division. Yeah. So they have made a bunch of signings over this period. So in comes Ugandan International. Ooh, get Isaac you. Malemi Ganda. from Egyptian side Haras El Hadoud. <laughs> On a... Haras El Hadoud. Haras El Hadoud. Is it? Is it? See? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, I thought that was just you know you know advice on how to you know annoy your mate, harass el dude. It's not. It's not. Okay, is it? compañero. Um, so he's from harass hell hadud on a two and a half year deal. So you know, pretty good. He's a left back. Mm-hmm. You're going to start seeing a theme here. Um, Are there many many left backs? Well, they've got three players coming in on half year loans. Right. Um, Martin Burda who is a youth prospect from Sparta Prague, as in a youth prospect who's never played for them properly. Um, You have David Chimek, who is coming in from Dukla, and they're both centre-packs. Right. So they're pretty much repairing their um, their defence. They're putting all their eggs Mm -hmm. in the defensive basket, aren't they? They have... Also, they have got Filip Kubala, who's arriving from Slovatsko, and he's a striker... And he's had some game time. He's had 11 appearances mm-hmm. this season, two starting and nine off the bench. Yeah. And they've rounded off with um, Igor um, Sukenik oh. for his third spell at the club. I like Igor Sukenik. And he can play I've got to say. He can play on both wings, of course. Yeah, I like Igor Sukenik. He's a he's a, a bit of a a bit of a bouncing between the first and second division legend, but he's always there or thereabouts. Yeah, I'm yeah. a, I'm a he, fan. He's come in from Vitkovica. So, yeah, there so you he's there. He, third spell at the club. And these are not players who are going to be idly sitting on the bench. I think we're going to see almost all of them yeah. um, play at least some part in the game on uh, a week on a week on Sunday. I quite, Sorry, can I, I say I quite like things like Zizhkov loaning uh, youth players from Sparta because it works out brilliantly for all concerned because Zizhkov get numbers in. I, I'm assuming they're not paying a single penny because Sparta have mm-hmm. the money and Zizhkov don't. Uh-huh. Um, it is competition for, player, uh, for uh, places. And also, if you're a youth team, if you're you know a young player... One of the most difficult things I would imagine would be, you know, if you're eight, you know, 17, 18, 19, would be if you had to relocate to a different city to play your football. You know, it's it's a big enough upheaval already. This is the first time you're outside your parent club, probably, mm-hmm. I would say. And if it's in the same city, it's just going to work, but to a different part of town, you know? It's quite, you know, I'm, I'm quite for that as an idea. I'll, I see that. Um... The one thing that worries me is they're getting a youth player who's never played a senior ga- senior game of football, and what this what they're doing right now is they are absolutely fighting for their lives because I think they know and we all know that now or still if you go back down if you go down to the in their case the Bohemian Football League or whatever you get one spot you get one spot a season to co-op, and what's going to happen is if they get relegated or whatever then their almost their entire defence then is going to go back to their parent club. Yeah. Um so and also as well, I mean, this is again sort of roll of the dice because they're almost all going to be starting or whatever. I don't know how long they've had to prepare. Uh I don't you know, they might not gel together, whatever. This is um I mean sure, it's a course. gamble, they have to take it. But I don't think it really leads to sustainable football. Well no, I'm not saying it does, but what I mean is the the point I was trying to make was for that player, let's mm-hmm. say, and possibly the club, because it's yeah. not necessarily a huge gamble for the club. Like I said, they're, they're probably not paying a single penny. It'll be Sparta yeah. doing it. It might get get a chance for this for this kid. And, you know, if not, it's not like he's, you know, moved his entire life away. It shouldn't be as daunting as it would be were he to, you know, sign for Hrabets or Znoimo or somewhere like I would, that. I mean, I would I would still rather be playing proper football all season than basically getting crunched by Lukas Magera and being out for the rest of the season. 
which will happen next Sunday. <laughs> you reckon, do you? <laughs> I don't know. Um, we're going to find out anyway. Um, they have, at the weekend, they have Prostayov. Mm-hmm. And Prostayov are, actually, I'm I'm wrong about this, um, Viktoria Zhishkov aren't the lowest um, scorers in the league. It's actually Prostayov right. who are slightly below them. Okay. And they're not out of their harm's way in, in 12th. There's, it sort of starts going up a bit. Mm-hmm. So um, um, Zhishkov are four points adrift. And then once you get to um, 14th, then two points to mm-hmm. then go to um, Znoimo. And then there's another two points and everyone beside that's within three, four points yeah. of each other. Um, if Victoria Zhishkov have any plans to stay in the league, they need at least a point. Mm-hmm. They need to be getting results from teams like that. Otherwise, they're absolutely doomed. They are, yeah. Also, I'm going to say, Magera doesn't crunch. He, he slyly elbows when nobody's looking. That's his. Yeah. That's his uh, modus operandi, isn't it? He's, it's a. It's a cheeky elbow, a little kick here and there. He's trying to get he above leans the def- on people. He's trying to get above defenders exactly. while still comfortably probably being the uh, you know tallest guy in the league. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't crunch. He leans uh, unsportingly. Leans unsportingly. Yes, I would I say. Like Right, the final part of this week's uh, previewing the second part of the league uh, podcast is previewing the second part of the league. Yes, indeed. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I spent a lot of time at work going through various simulations. I did not spend any time doing that, so um, you're going to have to take the lead on this. Okay, well, I, um, of course, you'll be aware that only one team goes up automatically from this uh, second league. Yeah. And what's going to happen then is whoever is third plays off against um, 14th, and then who is second plays off against 15th. That's right. So I've been theorising, perhaps controversially, um, how we are, or how I think the, what those ties are going to look like and what the bottom half of the top league is going to look okay. like and the top league of the second. Do you have any thoughts, generally? Uh, no, mainly because I haven't... Well, I, I think I think Dukla are kind of dead and buried. They have... Mm-hmm. They started the second half of the season well in that they look kind of up and at them, but they're yeah. still crap. I mean, they they lost to Sparta at their place. It was three two. Uh-huh. They put up a decent fight. Was it three two or four three? It was three two, I think, it? in the end. Okay. Um, so I think maybe they will get out of it. Maybe they will, um, you know, maybe they'll have enough about them to stay up. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is looking in trouble? Carvina. Well, well, who? I'll, who? Well, I mean, I, I don't. We don't have the league in front of us right now. No. But the bottom, um, the bottom of the table is Dukla on sixteen points, with Carvina on seventeen. Yeah. And then I believe it is um, Bohemka. Right. Um, on twenty-two. Are they that far down? Yeah. Okay. And I think on twenty-three it is um, Pribram. Right. And then uh I don't think Sigma Olomots are far behind them. I can check this on the phone if you'd like. Well, I have I have very little to say here, so I will check it on the phone. Okay. And you can uh, you can give us some theorising. Okay. Well, um, first of all, I agree with you about Dukla. I think their time is not long for this league. Mm. Um, just on the um, basis that I don't think they score enough, and when they do score, they end up. Um, can, you know, losing anyway, like yeah. this this loss to Sparta. And I I was looking at it and I was looking um through, you know, how I think the run of games is going to go, what might happen. And sorry, also sorry, you were you were absolutely right by the way. Uh twelfth to sixteenth. It's uh, Sigma Olomots in twelfth with twenty five well, uh, Opava and Sigma both on twenty five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Priram twenty three, Bohemka twenty two, Karvina seventeen, and Dukla sixteen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Karvina and Karvina that have not been the most thrilling addition to the top division. Let's be honest, no. they've been very stoke okay. about the whole thing, haven't they? <laughs> that, <laughs> Just that, really that's, uninspiring. That's true. Um, 
Okay, well that leads me very nicely onto um, onto my first prediction then right. on this on this point is that I think that Caravina are going to survive and okay. I don't think they are going to be in the uh, bottom three. All right. And this is based upon the fact that there is a five point gap, but in the next three games um, that Caravina have, they're playing um, they're playing every other team. In the uh, in that bottom four, right? Okay, and it's very easy to see how a win against Bohemians or whatever mm-hmm. like narrows that gap, yeah, and a point somewhere. And the thing about um, Carvina is that they're incredibly resilient. They looked absolutely gone uh, last season as well. We thought they were going to be going down That's with true, us, and yeah. they pulled off a minor miracle. I'd say, I'm backing them to actually just have enough to stay in that league. Um, all right. Um, just because I thought it wouldn't be very interesting if we just said who's the bottom three now and the bottom three will be that'll be it. Yeah. You know? On that point, who do you think is going to win the second league? I feel we might be very similar in this. Well, if you had asked me earlier in the season, I would have said Hradets, but their uh, tactic of squeaking one nil wins is starting to look slightly ropey. Agree. Now. Uh, I think they've been found out, not least uh, sort of by us. We got that draw. Yeah. Was it a draw? What no, we, be- we, we beat them. We beat them. We beat them, didn't we? We beat them, and, I, and we had a whale of a time. That's right, yeah. yeah. No, I was thinking of that awful nil-nil a couple of years ago that I saw. But yeah, but we, we beat them this year. And yeah, I think they've been... I, I still think they'll be there or thereabouts, but I don't think they're going to win the league. I think Chebe are probably going to win the league. I think Jessica Bidevitz are... Uh, they look good. They've got the division of top scorer so far mm-hmm. in... Is it David Vatulik? Um, um, Ledetsky. Ledetsky, sorry, yeah. Yeah, they've got Ledetsky. Why did Ledet- I say Vatulik? He plays for... I can't remember who... They've got, yeah, they've got David Ledetsky. They've got Igor Taborski as well. Yeah, that's who right. Who is also a ex, quality player. Ex-Boloslavian, yeah. Yeah, they just... I mean, with that sort of pairing and that attacking up, um, up front or whatever... They can always get back into games. Yeah. Um, I thought we beat them convincingly ish when we uh, played them at home. We certainly did. We looked but, fantastic. But in once that game. they got back into it, it was a bit of a squeaky 20 minutes because they have that quality yeah. up there. Yeah. I think they'll go up and deservedly so yeah, as well. Yeah, me too. Um, which then leaves us to two um, ties, which will be the whoever finishes. Um, well, let's do it this way. Um, Whoever finishes second in the um, Czech League uh, in the second league will be playing um, whoever finishes fifteenth. Um, yeah. Do you have a match up in mind? I'm gonna say because I sort of still think it's gonna be Karvina, and I'm gonna say Yilava Karvina. Okay. I like this. And the other one, so third v sixteenth. Again, I'm I'm going to stick with Dukla staying bottom because I don't think they're going to have enough to get out of it, and okay. I think it will be. I would love to say us, mm-hmm. uh, because I think, I think we could do Dukla. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure Yihlava will be there or thereabouts. And I'd love to say us, but I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't even hazard a guess to be okay. honest. Right. Well, I've gone for um. The well, okay. So the team that I think is finishing second bottom of the uh, of the first league is going to be Przybram. Okay. And this is because they have they ship way too many goals. Mm-hmm. Care to just make a wild guess at how many goals they've conceded this year? I'm gonna say ninety three. Ninety three. <laughs> that's not right, is it? Not that bad. They've conceded no. fifty one though, that's which is bomb. by really far that's and away. Dreadful. They get utterly humped by teams. Shibram. I mean that is that's worse than I thought. That's um, awful. And in the next few weeks, they still have to play Slavia Prague, Victoria Pilsen, and Jablonets, who are <laughs> oh, always up there. Um, and then Carvina's next three games, of course, are um, against yeah. against Pribram, yeah, Bohemka, and yeah. Dukla. Um, so I think they're going to be playing um, who finishes third in the league, which is FC's Brojovka Burnham. Yes. And I am saying that only because this is a Brojovka podcast. Right. Um, I was, actually you're thinking no, fifth I, no I wasn't actually I was going over which I think I was thinking what would be the most Borovka way to finish the season and it was either to finish fourth or it was to play a team like Przybram after 
heroics to finish third and then just utterly bottle it. Yeah. So that's why um, Pribram are in the uh, are um, and Zborovka are that tie. Um, in reality, I think probably Hradec Karalov might just hold on to that. Yeah, spot. they might just squeak it, mightn't they? Because um, they're, they're solid enough. I think they don't go. You know, they don't go mad. There are no insane as, results really for Hradec. As an aside, if a team that finishes second or third that had no ambition of going up, for example, something like Varnsdorf, would they still play the tie? I think I think they'd have to, but I think you know you could send your players out and go. All right, lads, just yep. you know, steady on. Yeah, and. The final one, I think, this is the one that people, some people who are listening from Match of the Den or whatever their sympathies might not like, but I think this, I think Vizocina Yihlava will finish, um, will finish second. Yeah. And they, in my opinion, will be playing Bohemians in 1905. Mm. Um, and lovely, lovely Bohemians. And Bohemka, they were, so when Bohemka were promoted to the first league they finished just outside the relegation. Mm-hmm. So they finished um, 14th. Yeah. And then the next two seasons, they finished uh, mid-table, I think 8th and 9th. Yep, they were pretty good. Yep. Season after that, they missed out on relegation by a single point. That was when that was when Yihlava were rescued on goal difference. Mm. Um, and then Bohemians were just above with one point. When they finished mid-table, was, was that when they had that... That Portuguese winger who absolutely terrorised us. You remember him? Oh, the one that scalped us. Yeah, yeah single-handedly scalped us, and that was a three-nil. He was wasn't very it? good, he wasn't was, he? Yeah. yeah, he was very good. Um, so they've and of course last season they finished eighth. Yeah. Whatever. So on the principles of peaks and troughs, booms and busts, <laughs> they are due to be around the bottom of the league again, as as they are. And I also think that Yihlava against Bohemians would be a cracking tie. I think it for would. For the yeah. division. I think it would be really good yeah. because Yihlava play pretty entertaining football for this level yeah. and um, sometimes uh, Bohemians turn it on as well but they also have a really great loud partisan fan base yeah. which I think would be really good. They are... There are some teams that like in England or in Scotland or whatever there, there are some teams you feel sort of deserve to be top league teams. Like, I think Cheska Budevica, in a way, sort of deserve to be a top league team. They're a big enough town. They're a big enough side to, you know, they've got a proper ground. Yeah. And a sort of a decent-ish fan base. Bohemka, certainly, I think, should be... And there are some teams that I just don't think are first division teams. Karvina, Pribram... Really? Yeah. I don't I, I just don't I don't Yeah, I I like I can't tell you why well, I can tell you why I don't think Pribram should be. But um like people like Carvina just think, oh well like who cares? Did you not enjoy like, the wee Meccano Stadium when we were there? It was incredibly green. I've never felt like it was just it, Wor- worst club bass I ever had at game as yeah, well. Yeah, uh, and they just don't like as a town. They just don't really seem like they get like. For example, if you compare them with for for example Opava, who fucking salacious here. Go on. No, but I mean, like if you compare them with for example Opava, Opava seem they're really you know they're fighting hard. They get big crowds. Yeah. You know they seem like they're really you know, up for it and uh-huh. Cadvina are just a bit meh. I don't know. I would always bunch them in with everyone else up there in the sense that I think that Silesians really love their football, maybe more than the rest of the Republic. So you have this big thing about Banik Ostrava, Opava are really well supported. They're definitely the two biggest teams in the region. Yeah. Then behind them you still have some people going to Vitkovice and stuff, but the mm. idea of the identity of Vitkovice is important to a lot yeah. of people. Yeah, I think um, so. I like Karvina in the sense that they, you know, went up and built the stadium that was just enough because they get about three thousand two three thousand to games or whatever yeah. even not going that far back i still think you get kind of healthy crowds at Friedek mistek um like there's some yeah, I th- stuff yeah there. i think i think Friedek mistek uh used to but i yeah i i just there is nothing about carvina that turns me on in any way <laughs> i just i just find them really what a net sort of mm-hmm. a side i don't know mm-hmm. um all right well um, that's just me just to finish off in this section then as well um you know, whatever, you know, we've made a couple of very bold predictions, which will almost certainly be wrong at the end of the season. But just generally speaking, do you think that any other team is going to go up aside from that which will be promoted as the champions of the Druhe Liga? Do you mean, do you, I think, second or third will beat uh, uh, 14th and 15th? Yeah, I said at least one's going up to the first league. Yeah. 
Will it be one, two, or three? Ooh, that's a tricky one. Uh, I would... I think it's it's going to be the champions and one. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the champions and one. But, of course, that utterly depends on, of course, who finishes bottom two. Because, like, you know, like I said, I could see somebody like Dukla if they finished on a bit of a high. Like, if they had a good second half of the season but not quite enough to get themselves out of it, I think they might be able to score enough mm-hmm. to get themselves out of a you know out yeah. of a playoff you know or yeah. out of the playoff they will then be in yeah but again if it's somebody like Prebram who come up against somebody like let's say Chebe don't go up as champions who are very free scoring mm-hmm. I think Chebe will knacker them yeah I, I left this out as, a, as one of my knots actually because um, I have this very real fear that I mean not in a Hasborovka perspective I think we're going to stay down here and I'm I've sort of made my peace with that I think yeah me just just short you know just pull up short you know and we'll take this as rebuilding time but I have this real fear that only one's going to go up and one's going to go down and it's going to get kind of a bit stale I don't see why on earth they didn't do two up two down and then one having a playoff it seems really protectionist almost of the of the top league to me Um, (laughs) surely not particularly as they're doing some fun things it's like that middle group whoever's going to be the top of the middle group is going to play fourth I think it is on a playoff to get into the Europe spot like that's kind of fun yeah it is I like that and then it's almost a bit you know it stops players you know being on the beach but it's also one of these games where it's like there's not as much pressure yeah whereas the way that Czech football works I think down in the second tier or whatever I mean you're you're talking livelihoods between going up and down absolutely yeah and so many teams have gone to the wall in this uh, in this country and it would be a pity to see it done just on this sort of system which is either going to be a roaring success at the end or just it'll get phased out in another year yeah well we'll see we'll see won't we but uh Hey, enough of that. Football's Positive back. Note. Football's back. Football's back. Uh, so, yeah, we will let you know uh, about uh, what happens in Khrudim and against uh, Zizhkov uh, in the next podcast in two weeks' time. Do yes. You have anything else? Yeah. Oh, apart from, you know, social media. Follow, follow, well, follow. Subscribe, Social media as well. I'm always looking for um, views, news and views, etc. Also, if you are based around the Czech Republic and a uh, English-speaking uh, football fan, then um, you are more than welcome to join us in Brno on a week on Sunday, where there will be um, quite a few of us from the what Hopefully, I'm loosely yeah. calling the English language Czech football community, um, yeah. drinking and taking in the game. And the more people coming to see live football, the more the merrier. Yes, exactly. Uh, I heartily endorse this uh, view or product. So, yeah. So we're going to leave you as we normally do with a Czech language cover of an English language song. And we chose this one specifically because it has all the energy of a football's back, baby, sort of thing. So that's this. Uh, Thanks for listening. Um, Yeah, follow us on social media, on the Facebook, on the Twitter, and on so forth. Tell your friends, like, subscribe, and so on and so forth. That's it, really, isn't it? It really is. Okay. Bye. Utržena v řetězu a ta nemá či si pracky ve dřezu rozsápe na škrobenou zácěrku a v erbu nemá něnou učerku dneska chci rachejble a taky dělo Bůh výčitky odháním jak hejno muh bejt chlap, tak neškrtím se v kravatě než vaním o tom, že jsem lehače tak po